0: Saying,
1: yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? You, you know what I'm saying. Uh, do you know? Uh, I think I think I know what you're saying.
0: Okay, good. I'm glad. Did you put any topics in the in the thing this week, Gabe? Uh, let's say yes.
1: And uh while well, I frantically fill these in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh man. Good stuff, man. We, we we got some shit to talk about.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, I'm we're gonna yeah. Remember the, well, we're going to open up with the one that's the top of the list, but it is kind of funny because we were just talking about it, but we'll get into that as the podcast rolls in. Cool, cool, cool. Yes, cool. sir. What is going on, guys? Welcome to the Second City Kids podcast, episode number 63. Now, uh, normally when the podcast happens, me and Gabe sit down, we set up the microphones and we just go. But today, me and Gabe sat down in front of a game and watched it play it a little bit because I'm trying to sell Gabe and it worked.
1: And it worked. I it, committed.
0: Yep. And we'll, we'll talk about that as as we get in. Uh, but yeah, I am your host, Jacob, and today we are, I uh, have a, like a beautiful day, I would say. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Beautiful day on the south. So we
1: say it's gorgeous because, because we've come accustomed to the shitty fucking five degree winters. Yeah. It's 40 degrees, which is still kind of shitty, but it's nice. Well, yeah,
0: it's nice. A little breeze. Not too bad. Uh, like I said, I'm your host, Jacob, and I, with me today, I have Gabe. Uh, so yeah, you know, the, the, the typical, the everyday, that rise and grind kind of shit. Yeah. Every week. Oh, yeah. So, Gabe, how was your week, buddy?
1: Uh, yeah, um, I was on spring break, so it was a lot of working. Um, dude, that was, that's actually pretty much it. I don't got anything else. Oh, yeah? Yeah.
0: How, uh, how was your yesterday?
1: How was my yesterday? Um, well, for those of you who don't know, meaning everybody who wasn't there, <laughs> yeah. uh, Jacob and I and our counterparts and a buddy went to a comedy show then we oh, went yeah. to the most metal restaurant <laughs> at the moment. Yeah. Kuma's Corner. Yeah. So we went to Laugh Out Loud Theater yep. in Schaumburg. How, and I've been there before, and I do enjoy this place. That's why I recommended it. Yeah. How did you enjoy it for your first time?
0: So I've never been to an improv show before, and i would got to say it, it was a good first experience. Uh, yeah. What it, what, what it really wants me to do is like, because not to say that these guys weren't funny, because they, they were funny. They had their moments for sure. But what it makes me want to do is like really hop in to see professionals, like get people who do this for a living like yeah, absolutely. E- every day uh, kind of to see how they do in that, those kind of situations I want to see whose line is it anyway
1: see the cool thing about uh, about this place is that they got like a rotating cast because these are all obviously like part time comedians if you yeah, want to call them that actors whatever they are and the roster is like 45 45- ish people that's a lot
0: yeah you, when you walk in uh, you look off to the left and they have like uh, the, the th- pictures the, yeah. the headshots of everybody and it is a substantial amount of people for so, sure
1: I know that Lee guy was there before he was really good yeah uh, I like the time guy the time guy was funny yeah the time guy was funny I, I I would say overall everybody was uh was pretty good yeah there I don't think there was really like a dead moment
0: yeah uh now there, there are some bits that I appreciate more than others um oh, absolutely <laughs> but uh I think that goes to any kind of improv game kind of yeah, a gotta show yeah you have your favorites yeah uh, like uh. You know, when you watch Who's Line, it was like scenes from a hat and stuff like that. That was just like the bo- the bangers. And they had the games in between. You're just like, okay, that's kind of fun. But.
1: Absolutely. What was your favorite uh, activity, skit, whatever you want to call it? Uh, let
0: me think. Uh, I kind of liked the, the last one. Uh, what was it called? Um,
1: Oh, where uh, they have like an activity, and they have to describe dip. it with yeah. using gibberish and like miming. Yeah, that, that one was, was fun. And
0: then the person has to guess what it is. I, I like always the, close out with that one. Yeah, it's a good one. I like that one. Uh, the dating game one was was funny. And the dating game one was really good. And uh, the the fill in the blank one was pretty fun. Fill in the blank. Yeah, yeah they, they did a real good job at fill the yeah. blank. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I have fun. Uh, I definitely want to go to the other mm-hmm. ones, like the more professional grade ones. I want to get into more to seeing like more comedy live because. I never, I've never really done that. I've, like, I've never seen a stand-up live or nothing like that. So, I kind of want to g- explore that because uh, – it, It's good stuff, man. I yeah. saw Dave
1: Chappelle live. That was – Oh, yeah. I'm sure uh, that was, was a hoot. level.
0: Yeah, for sure. And uh, I know Joe Rogan's coming through soon, and I'm yeah, going to try – We're probably going to scoop tickets for yeah, that one. Yeah, try, try to hop into that and all that good stuff. But, yeah, I had fun, man. It was a good time, and Kuma's never disappoints. Um, good, Absolutely. Good food, long wait. When, when The first time we got around, we waited, like, an hour and a half, almost two hours. Yeah. To, the first time, but we had the show to see, so we went to do that and, and ended up working. It out. worked out, yeah, yeah. Man. We, we just walked Though, right in there. Though, I will say, and you, you had the luxury of having your back towards the screen, but that fucking movie was disgusting. <laughs> I, I was trying, I think it was called Stitches or whatever, and they were trying to, like, uh, I was, was trying clown to. Clown gang war or some shit. Something like. like that, and then they were, like, murdering people, at teenagers at a party or something. And the point being, it was like, uh, what got me the most is, like, when this guy like, ripped out his intestines, he started to use it like a blow up balloon. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Like I, I was just trying to not. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. I watched the screen too much. Cause it was a little throat. Well, I was a
1: little liquored up. So yeah, I, I'm sure I could have appreciated that masterpiece.
0: So yeah. But yeah, definitely check out laugh out loud in, uh, if you Schaumburg.
1: Kumas. Please check it out. There's like three different locations right now. Four, four now. Four. Wow. Yeah. Good yeah. Stuff. And they have
0: a few outside of the state as well. So
1: yeah, absolutely. Oh, real quick. Before we close out this topic, Kuma's does a burger of the month every month. Yes, yeah, sir. Um, l- l- let's talk about this month's, uh, burger of the month because you almost ordered it so uh this
0: particular facility or this building i think they rotate depending on which store you're in this one was called the evil engine and i wish i could pull it up let me pull it up real quick but essentially it was a burger which is very typical of a burger joint No, no surprises there uh peanut butter uh caramel sauce marshmallows and potato chips i think that was it right yeah
1: i think that covers most of the uh yeah. yeah Most of it
0: I was really close to ordering it But I'm not trying to get diabetes right now <laughs> So <laughs>
1: I told you man You would have woke up And just shat your guts yeah, out Yeah I'm sure I would have
0: one. But it may have been worth it
1: What did you end up ordering? The uh,
0: uh, Just the classic Kuma's burger
1: Classic Kuma's Yeah you can't go wrong with that man. Because
0: I was like I'm hungry I'm like I was like I was going to try to explore it a little bit Because I You know I've had a couple things But you know uh, I'm like, let me try something new this time because I've never had the high on fire. But this time, I'm like, I'm so hungry. I don't want to experiment. I just want to eat something that I know I'm going to like and fucking go home. The high time. on fire is my
1: personal favorite because yeah. it does something special sauce. <laughs> and uh, so they grill a pineapple. Is and awesome. then they slather the whole thing up in like sriracha sauce. Yeah. Which, you know, if you know me, I love sriracha sauce. Yeah. I love pineapple. Yeah. So it kind of works out. and It was yeah, really good. It was was, sure. uh, It was an experience. Yeah. So. For sure. Good stuff, uh, man. Yeah, good times all, check all around. Check those
0: places out. Yeah. Highly recommended. Yep. Like I said, like Gabe said, there's a few kum- kumas around that you could check out if you're in a variety of locations. So. You know,
1: there was also, I actually kind of looked into it. There's also a Laugh Out Loud downtown, so we could have done it in the city too, but I think it was a longer commute. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because we had a nice little five-minute drive down the street. Yeah, so. for sure.
0: Uh, I think there's one in Rosemont too, but now there's no kumas down there, but I want to go to Rosemont, man. We got to. Yeah, explore. we got we to
1: plan a Rosemont date, don't we? Yep,
0: yeah, for sure. Uh but yeah, with that, uh let's get into the topics this week and uh, like I said, a couple weeks ago Gabe brought this up and was talking about uh bands like branding their own alcohol.
1: Yeah, I guess I'm a foreshadower. Yeah,
0: I guess so. But Metallica is be gonna be uh, playing their distill their, their own whiskey. It works. If metal and whiskey. Call it motor breath, man. That was it. You got it you got it sold. I'm gonna I'm gonna get someone to try it out and see how it goes.
1: Whiskey is oh, fuck, what is it distilled from? Do you know off the top of your head?
0: Whiskey? Hey. Uh Bailey? I no. don't know. I honestly don't remember. Corn. That. I think whiskey's corn. No, that's corn uh, makes whiskey. No, I thought whiskey
1: th- makes my girl a little frisky. Yeah, that's how the song goes.
0: Oh, oh. I don't know. Whatever. But um, so that, that's kind of cool that you brought that up.
1: Yeah, man. That's uh, that's interesting. We'll see who else follows suit.
0: Yeah, for sure. Because
1: you know what? I'm sure if um, Kumas would be the place to do this too. But I'm sure if they got like permission from bands, they could do like you know special sauce cocktails or yeah or even something like you know distilling. Like Metallica Whiskey or shit like yeah. that. Yeah, Well, maybe smaller bands because Metallica would just be like, well, no, you're cutting our profit. Yeah. But, yeah, man, I, I think it'd be pretty cool Very going cool. down that road.
0: Yep. So that was the first thing I got. Uh, and I'll, I was going to cover this, but it pretty much is just that Ubisoft seems to be collecting, um, like, studios, smaller studios. Eating and them up. Added them to their roster, which is cool uh, because uh, a couple of years ago I felt like Ubisoft couldn't, go like, do any wrong. And now, it, like, they kind of have this negative... Now they can't do anything right. <laughs> yeah, they have that kind of <laughs> negative connotation now, kind of like the EA does and stuff. So, uh, it's kind of interesting that they're eating up these smaller studios and becoming... Uh, absorbing them and becoming the, so to speak, so uh, video game sell. N-
1: now, I'm kind of curious because they're taking the Disney approach. Yeah. Right? And um, I, I know when Disney ate up LucasArts and Marvel, we were both kind of like, I oh, it can't be that bad. Yeah. And I'm not saying it is. We've had some hits and... Obviously, there's going to be some misses. It just yeah. comes with the territory. But Disney's been very—they've uh, had a laissez-faire approach, like a hands-off approach. Yeah. And they're kind of just, hey, if you need money, ask for it. You guys kind of do what, you know, do what you're good at. Yeah. I'm curious to see if Ubisoft's gonna take the same approach or if they're gonna be like, hey, you're on you're here's, us now. Here's a microtransaction format. Fit it somewhere. Yeah. You know. So I'm yeah. curious to see what what they're gonna do.
0: For sure. But with that said, not totally shitting on Ubisoft because this is a game that has gained a lot of traction in my life over the last couple of months. And I've talked about it several times on the podcast. Uh, we have season three of uh rainbow six siege. It's called chimera. Uh, they have this new outbreak, um, you know, event that's happening for the next 30 days or so. Um, and they have uh, the new operators out. And now I want to do a quick review on the outbreak event itself. And because uh, I got my buddy Gabe here who bought the game literally five seconds ago.
1: Yeah, I uh, I committed, man. You yeah. know me. I don't like paying full price for, yeah. for anything, actually. For sure.
0: And like I, I've been describing this recently, now is the time to hop in because I feel like now um, there is going to be a, a huge learning curve now because it is not. You know, it's not the beginning of a game where everybody's learning it. There are people who know how to play the game now. And if you're hopping in as a new guy, there's going to be a little bit of learning. Uh, but luckily for you, you have a veteran like me who could kind of teach you the way. So I could show you the way. That's right. I dropped that. And sheet. that's <laughs> the second city. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'll be able to kind of show you the ropes and uh, kind of the mentality that goes along with this game. But with that being said, these new operators, one called Finca, uh, she is uh. This particular, like, cause they like to divide their uh, operators based on, like, real-life, almost, um, like, techs, task force groups, like the FBI and GIGN and all that type of stuff. This is, uh, like, a made-up. It's, like, it's based around the outbreak. Uh, like, they're, like, a hazmat, uh, you know. Op- response team. Something uh, yeah, like that. epidemic kind of a response team kind of a deal. a first friend's name Finca. Her thing is um, uh, she is able to give, like, a buff to everybody on the map everybody who's alive and what the buff does is it makes them move faster through barbed wire uh it makes their accuracy reduced by 50 percent uh or the yeah the recoil reduced by 50 percent um what else you do uh like she makes her impervious of stuns uh like they last 50 percent longer now she has like nine solid buffs yeah that, that's pretty cool yeah and she does it to the, everybody in the team and if you're down if you're in a down but not out state, meaning like you're on your bag you're like calling around if you're down, she can revive you from a distance. With that, she hits the surge and everybody. But there is hard counters to her. With that being said, uh, if you because the whole mentality is well, you're it's almost like you're on a, like like a, like a steroid almost, and you're fucking flying around. Uh, it means you're breathing faster, and so if you throw a smoke canister at her and you set it off, she's breathing faster, so she dies faster. Because if you sit in the smoke long enough, you die. So there's hard counters to this thing, but um, I like it. So she has a very cool weapon, the AR I'm a fan of. I was actually playing with it when we were doing the Outbreak event. Uh, That's cool. Now, there's also uh, Lion is the other guy, right? His thing is, well, you know, he's a solid operator, but his thing is he sets off a drone in the air, and if you're moving by the time the drone sets off, you could be seen through walls. it like, busy like this big red aura that everybody can see, and yeah. So with that being said, the that's game... That's
1: kind of like the, uh, fuck, whose ultimate is it in Smite? Or if you're moving by the time the last stone sets in, you get That's
0: stunned. That's, um... Gibranque. Yeah, Jibilanque. Uh Yeah, kind of like that, yeah. Um, so if you're moving, yeah, it fucks you up, and you could be seen. So it kind of changed the way the game is played. And I still describe it as uh, Call of Duty being checkers and this being chess. Um, you still have to be tactical, but there are coming up with uh, really uh, aggro, aggressive... Builds and uh, yeah, shit like yeah, that? Like, kind of assembling a team to be the ultimate rushdown team and get into a, a fucking objective and just to hold it down and win the game. But however, it's only a matter of time before... That gets countered. That, that gets countered. So that's the, best, that's the beautiful thing about Siege. You have to kind of always be on your toes. And I like it. Uh, so, yeah, I'm pumped about that. Good stuff. Now, I have Black Ops 3 written down here for a reason. Because Black Ops 3 at this point is, what, three years old, two years old now? Something at this like point? that, yeah. Uh, they... Treyarch just released new content for this game that's two to three years old.
1: What, what is the new content? New maps? A new
0: map. Uh, I think they put in a new weapon or two. Uh, basically, what the new map is, though, is a reskin of an older one. But uh, they did it for a reason. Because a couple days ago, they announced Black Ops 4, which was, nobody was really surprised by. We kind of knew that, that it was coming. Yeah, there's a, there's a pattern. Yeah. Uh, Black Ops 4 is, is coming out. And I guess if you look around the map, you can find Easter eggs that are kind of telling the story. Of four. Of what's gonna happen in four. So um Treyarch likes likes their Easter eggs, man, which is why the whole zombie Easter egg hunt that yeah. came from. They love that stuff. So uh, as far as the next game, whatever. You no know interest. I mean it's, it's a Treyarch game, so I'm automatically a fan. Of all of the three developers that they got, they have been the most consistent to me. Uh, and I've liked their games probably the most. Black Ops one and two are probably yeah still normal. still some of my favorites. Um but um yeah, man. We'll see. Time will tell. Yeah, uh, I, like I kind of fell off World of War. I liked it, um, but there's only there was a little, like once you start playing the same apps over and over and over and over and over again because there was only like nine of them when the game released, you kind of get bored of it, you know. Uh, and it's not to say the game wasn't fun, and I'm glad that they're doing events and stuff like that to kind of keep it relevant, but um, it's kind of falling off. And uh, especially with the emergence of games like Fortnite. That's taking over the world. They're yeah, doing absolutely. Yeah, I don't know if you heard about this, but they're releasing Fortnite on mobile. You'll be able to play it on your phone now. Uh, pass. Yeah, for sure. But like, uh, I guess it's all cross-platform now, so you'll be able to play it against people on PC and. Oh, that's cool, people, man. I'm
1: f- glad uh, Fortnite kind of yeah was the overnight success that it was.
0: Yeah, and people on the phone will be able to play with PlayStation or Xbox users, but there is no cross contamination with Xbox and PlayStation users, which is kind of funny because like that war is still going on even though there's really not a war anymore <laughs> you know what it's I mean? it's
1: whatever man time time will uh yeah come through
0: on that i just one. thought it was kind of funny but my thing is like they have a fucking john wick skin in Fortnite, and i don't play Fortnite like that much anymore i play it but now it's kind of taken out of a life of its own and it's like okay every other day there's a new fucking update to this game um and there's a good thing it's a good thing and it's a bad thing but uh they have a john wick skin and i really want it so i might have to buy it <laughs> yeah copy that throw down some real cash to get this john wick skin but um yeah that's I think that's kind of interesting to me. Uh, you got anything else on your on your docket right now, Gabe? Because I got a couple more things I want to go through. But
1: no, fire away.
0: Okay, so um, moving on. We there's some. Well, actually, first off, let me do a review. So we're moving on to movies, right? And we're probably gonna be flying through this episode because I'm tired.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We're we're both still in a food coma state. Yeah,
0: a little bit. Uh, but uh, you have you heard of this movie Detroit? No,
1: I've, I've heard mentions of it. What is it?
0: Detroit was a movie based in the 60s where the Detroit riots were taking place. Okay. And it, this is a real-life story where uh, cops kind of burst into a motel and it was like doing some real like shady shit, shady shit to a group of teenagers, uh, black and white, because uh, I guess they thought that somebody was shooting from the window even though nobody was shooting from the fucking window. And these cops were murdering these kids like straight up murdering them like there was it was a scene where they were like first that they were kind of pretending to kill them right they're like okay shut up don't you know don't say anything and they're gonna think that you're dead and they're gonna start talking because they insisted they insisted that they were lying that there was a shooter amongst them even though that there wasn't right so whatever there was like a group of five four or five cops and the third one brought a kid into the room and actually killed like he didn't know that they were fucking with these kids. Jesus. So he actually killed one. And he's like, we like, they're like, Oh, he It's done. And so his buddy walked into the room. He's like, we're not actually fucking killing these kids. Like, what are you doing? So that kind of all spiraled out of control after that. And next, you know, there's like four or five of these guys dead. And, it's easily... I mean, I, I've seen American History X. Yeah, I've seen some fucking racist this movies. Is brutal. This is probably the most racist movie I've ever seen in my life. It was a fantastic exactly. movie. It had uh, Will Poulter, who's the ki- the kid with the eyebrows. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the cop. He was, like, the main antagonist of the whole film. And you're like, Yo, fucking, you're, a hate p- him the end. you're a fucking piece of shit. And, like I said, this is all a true story. It all actually happened. And um, turns out these cops got off. They didn't that, get... That fucking sucks. Yeah, and uh, all that. So... Uh, very, very good movie. Very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Moving. Suspenseful. Yeah. Moving. Uh, you fucking feel the pain. I, I dig
1: movies that depict historical events because I mean, obviously I don't think we would have known about this. No, we would have probably about, came across yeah. the article and be like, Oh, that sucks. But you know, you put it into a movie and you're invested in these characters and the events, it, you, you kind of, you, you get that fire lit under your ass, yeah, you know? For and sure. Was, Cause we watched the Stanford prison experiment. Uh-huh. You know, I had only read about it at the time. And yeah. My girlfriend, the same. But, you know, when we watched it, we were like, wow, this is fucking crazy. Yeah. So I, I, I enjoy movies of this nature. Yeah. I think that in more recent years, we've been kind of gearing towards that. Yeah. True Pe- stories. Kind
0: of peeling back the onion on uh, some of these hidden stories throughout history and kind of understanding what's, what actually happened. Kind of makes you go like, oh, like, what the fuck? Yeah, well, that was fucked up. Yeah. That was a horrible situation. Uh, it was a good movie, though. I definitely recommend it. Um. It'll, it'll bum you out though, man. It'll definitely bum you out. So don't like you said about that one movie that I haven't seen yet. Um, Shape of Water. No. Uh. Well, you can talk about that in a minute. Oh but
1: yeah. Um. Dear John. Dear Zachary. I'm sorry. Yeah. Dear
0: Zachary. Yeah. When you were talking about that, how you like don't kind of watch it if you're in a good mood because it's just gonna kind of piss you off, yeah. and make you sad and all that. But yeah, that's what happened. So moving on to that, you're you have a movie review that you just mentioned. Yeah. So you saw I was, uh, the, the 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 Shape of Water, which is Grinding Nemo. Which um, is the, the the best picture according to the Oscars this year. So,
1: uh let me start off by saying that when I saw the trailer for this film, I was really excited and I wanted to go see it in theaters. Yeah. And you know, a lot of time it's like, oh, 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 oh and then you know, it kinda falls off, life yeah. happens. Whatever. Uh, let me let me preface this by saying, Guillermo del Toro, I love most of your movies. What have you been doing in the past couple of years? Mm-hmm. Um Grinding Nemo wasn't a <laughs> terrible movie. Okay. There was just no Payoff at the end okay and that's what really irks me like you you're invested into the main actress phenomenal she's mm-hmm. uh she can't speak and you know she signs throughout the whole movie and it really has a massive impact because yeah. this this creature she's fucking this guild dude guy from the black lagoon you know grinding nemo um <laughs> he he can't speak either and they kind of sign to each other and it's like you know it's meaningful and yeah. shit but the end of the movie i don't know man i just didn't do it for me
0: they jump the shark, so to speak, jump the fins.
1: Yeah. And um, the, the villain in it was really fucking cool though, man. I I, I did appreciate him. He uh, I fuck, I can't remember the actor's name, but he plays a government official that's essentially a big game of uh, cat and mouse yeah. for uh, for the to the two sides protagonist and antagonist. And um, dude, his character is really fucking cool. He he um, tortures the beast and and, you know, he, he gets punished, he gets his fingers snipped off, and a lot of the movie kind of focuses on him and his fingers. Now, I'm not going to give it away if you're going to watch it, but, like, pay attention to to <laughs> his fingers because it, it's kind of important. Okay. But, um, yeah, dude, overall, out of five, I don't know, man, maybe two and a half, I, I will – I have to give it this, all right? So the movie has a lot of beautiful scenes, like pretty scenes. Like, you – like if it was a still or a wallpaper, it'd be cool as fuck. Cause it has a a nice retro kind of theme. Like I said, but but that uh, to the extent of it, I don't know. Oh, the actor's name is uh, Michael Shannon. He plays the bad guy. Okay, cool. So um, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I worth the watch? I would say yeah. If you're bored, would I watch it again? Mm, hard pass. Yeah, for sure. Oh, Michael Shannon was in Man of Steel.
0: Yes, 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 yes. And was, eight Mile. He was Zod. There we go. But uh, yeah. I think um, – so why do you think – I mean, I, I think it's easy to say because you know how these Oscar movies kind of work. They're not necessarily about the best film but the most well-shot film. I think that's easy to say, right? Because you said that obviously that, you know, Guillermo del Toro knows what he's doing behind the camera. Um,
1: uh, yeah, well, I, I assume so. <laughs> I fucking hope so. Like I said, Pan's Land was a phenomenal movie. That was a good movie. Really beautiful. But then, like, he dropped Crimson Peaks, which was fucking terrible. Yeah. I hate that movie. And then he dropped Shape of Water, which is, like, meh.
0: But it's an Oscar-winning film. Now. I
1: it, what What is it that I like to quote? Oh, it's okay to be wrong. Yeah. So, I mean, whatever. If you like the movie, you liked it, that's your taste. I didn't. I. It's just what it is, man. Yeah, I've seen I get it. Yeah. It. And it, you know what kind of sucks, though? That, like, people are like, oh, you know, Oscar-nominated. What the fuck happened to Logan? That was 2017. That movie brought a tear to my eye. At the very, at, at the
0: very least, uh, cinematography should have been rewarded with Logan, uh, like, um, like costume design and stuff like that. Like these, I think Logan should have deserved at least a couple of nods.
1: Have you have you seen Logan in black and white? I have not. No. If you buy the Blu-ray, you get two versions of the movie: the regular and then the the noir version. Yeah, a whole other level. Cool. Of just beauty, but yeah. I- I'm not gonna rant about Logan. I had my rant. I'm just saying you had a lot of killers last year dunkirk logan um, a whole bunch i yeah. you know i can't even begin to, to tip the iceberg yeah but shape of water come
0: on weird that's way like i said uh, i feel like it doesn't always pick the best movie just the best shot
1: i think the oscars specifically pick on movies that they know that people are going to like you know like rant about like us mm-hmm. i i think they do this shit on purpose yeah, so next year we're like oh what dumbass thing are they going to do now
0: yeah, I don't know. That's right. weird.
1: Let, let, let's move on to the next one because I'm starting to get heated about this <laughs> get, get grinding heated, emo. Man.
0: It is what it is. But yeah, uh, so actually, so like I said, we're, we're coming up near the end of my topics here because I was lazy this week. But um, so we're moving on to John Favreau, right? Cool, cool. Now, John Favreau is uh, a guy I appreciate a lot. Of. Have you seen Chef? You've seen Chef. I'm chef. Fair. Yeah. you seen Chef? Have you chef. seen Chef? No. No, really? <laughs> it's on uh, Netflix. Essentially, it's about a chef who. Yeah. Uh, who works in a restaurant, has a meltdown, and says, fuck it, and opens up a, uh, like a food truck and takes over the world, essentially. But um, it's a well-shot film. He also did Iron Man. Uh, the first, first one? two, I thought. Cool, cool. Um, you know, he's involved in all the, the nerdisms and stuff like that. He is writing and executive producing, not directing. I thought that was a very interesting exclusion. Uh, a new series. I don't know what exactly that implies, what that means. Of Star Wars movies, so I think that's interesting. I don't know how you feel about John Favreau, but I'm a fan.
1: Well, let me let me throw this out there. If I don't have anything against you, we're probably on good terms. Yeah. So, I, I you know, there's just coming. As
0: long me. as there's no, like, blatant insults, you're like, we're cool.
1: I Yeah. If we're neutral, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. Cool. So, I'm excited. Y- you know what? But with the Star Wars territory and with all these kind of spinoffs and sequels and shows coming out, it kind of brings up the question – when are you going to resurrect probably the best star wars line the storyline in history you know just we're just going to ignore that revan ever happened or <laughs> you, come on dude you know
0: no you're right i don't know but we don't know what, what his timeline is covering and we don't know what um ryan johnson's doing and yeah. there's so many uh, people in the so involved many, now yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's interesting going all sorts of different directions up down left let me
1: get a uh, let me get quentin tarantino to direct <laughs> Uh, Boba Fett series and ultra violence S- and ultra yeah. violence. But it's uh it's it's styled like Django. Yeah. How cool
0: would that be? That'd be Fucking metal.
1: Right. Just space Django. Sp- <laughs> <laughs> space
0: Django, Django Fett. Fett. <laughs> <laughs> space Django Fett. I like that. Uh, But it, it's true.
1: Yeah. So John Favreau, we're looking forward to whatever you're doing. Uh, yeah. We will keep our audience of three updated with. Yeah, uh, man. Whatever <laughs> comes out, we'll let you guys know. Yes, sir. And we'll throw our feelings in there because I'm oh. sure there's many people who give a shit about those. Yes,
0: sir, for sure. So there's a TV sh- show that's being rebooted. That I c- Yeah, I c- care quite a bit about. Uh, now, outside of maybe Fresh Prince of Bel Air, might be one of my favorite like sitcom shows of all time. Roseanne is coming back. And my here? here's my deal because you know obviously uh, I don't know if you see know very much about the series. How, how you feel? I,
1: I've seen snippets. I've never sat down and like committed.
0: W- okay. Uh, so basically the last episode of the first series was like, Oh, we were kind of like, we were in the snow globe kind of a deal where it's like, Oh, everything was, I wrote, was writing in a book or something like that. Like it was essentially the end. Um, and everybody kind of pissed off everybody. Cause of course it does. You know what I mean? Top out, yep. People don't want to believe that, that the last three seasons they've been watching is a made up situation that you just did to fill That's their life. Yeah. Yeah. People don't like that. Uh, so, um, they kind of retconned her husband dying, and I thought it's kind of funny because they kind of addressed that in the, in like the opening teaser for the trailer or whatever or whatever the hell it is the preview. She's like, "I thought you were dead." He's like, "Why is everybody keep on thinking I'm dead?" <laughs> like, <laughs> I this is what I think they should have done. Um, addressed it very minimally. Like, have him walk into a room. and Everybody kind of stop what they're doing and kind of just stare at him. Like, what the fuck? And he just kind of turns around and John Goodman because he plays the husband. And John Goodman kind of is like, you just look like you see. What's wrong? You guys look like you've seen a ghost. And then just have that be it. And don't, <laughs> and don't address never it. Mentioned it never mention it again. That's what they should have done, but um, I'm a fan and I'm looking forward to it. And uh, I like that the fact that they kind of kept the, the feel like, of it. Yeah, the feel, the sets, kind of there still, like intact. I like it. I'm a fan. I actually have the first two seasons on DVD somewhere around here. I don't we f-
1: will see how that uh, rolls out. Yeah, I think it's an interesting choice. I know we talked about a lot, a lot, a lot about <laughs> Hollywood. Yeah, but I think with not only rebooting like I Terminator alien all those good throwback classics kind of ruining them but i think it's an interesting direction that a lot of older shows that we appreciate like full house yeah it's you know it's alive and it's well man fuller house is around um i'm not keeping up with it because shit i don't really care but <laughs> but roseanne it's just a matter of time before fresh prince gets uh ah, get nothing me is sacred remember what sammy told us yeah that's for sure so uh, that's that was an arctic's reference for most common folk
0: out yeah, there. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's what I got on the topic. because I'm gonna try to scroll through some stuff real quick. You know, Black Panther just to continue to kill it in theaters. I don't. I, I guess. You seen it yet? No, I have not.
1: All right, copy on waiting for Netflix.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Uh, it continues to kill it. Uh, what else we got? How do you feel about Pacific Rim? This new Pacific Rim movie. That, I common?
1: didn't watch the first one. I don't know. I, really. it, it feels
0: very Transformer esque. And that's you not know necessarily the, a good thing. I feel
1: like that'd be a good movie to drink to.
0: Okay. Yeah, Okay. Sure. So
1: I'm going to run something by you real quick. Okay. I have a ever-growing list of movies I want to
0: watch. I thought you, might, I thought you were going to say Bonsai Trees.
1: Uh, I have one Bonsai tree. <laughs> bonsai. James Bonsai. <laughs> I like him. He's, he's doing good. Thanks for asking. Yeah. But anyway, I have an ever-growing list of movies that I want to watch. And these are like movies that I genuinely have an interest in. Yep. And, you know, I've kind of like... Uh, what's the word I've, I've done research and it, it has my interest yeah okay and so a lot of the time this is the the whole movie uh the movie going issue where yeah we should watch it and then you know something comes up or whatever you know so I'm, I'm gonna just uh run this list by you and kind of see gauge your interest <coughs> on some of these sure okay so the secret of Nim. I
0: don't even know oh, I don't even, I don't <laughs> even know, know what that know what is.
1: is all right moving on uh so I don't expect you to know these next two, but this one is The Tale of Princess Kaguya. Nope. It's a Miyazaki film. Uh, Grave of the Fireflies. Nope. Okay. Uh, Green Street Hooligans. What
0: the fuck is that? <laughs> Where are these movies? Where are uh, they coming from? <laughs>
1: Pirate Radio. Have you seen Pirate Radio? No. Seems up your alley. <laughs> uh, Donnie Brasco. You know Donnie I've Brasco. I've heard
0: of this movie, yes. I okay. have never seen it, though.
1: Um, actually, these next four. Oh, shit. These next four are like gangster flicks. So, uh, State of Grace. That's supposed to have one of the best like shootouts. Really? Ever? Yeah. Okay. Uh, King Jack.
0: <laughs> Gabe, I have never heard anything of any of these movies. Cash that... only. No, dude. No.
1: In a valley of violence. No. No, dude. Chevalier. Uh, this is actually the only one I've knocked off off the list recently. Uh, the Place Beyond the Pines. Great movie. Check it out. What is what is that? What is it? Uh, that's Ryan Gosling and Bradley Cooper, and Ryan okay. Gosling plays a. An ex circus freak, an ex uh, what do they call him? An ex uh, oh okay I think fuck what's the word an, ringmaster? No, not a ringmaster. What what uh, an ex carny? There we okay. go, an ex carny, and he did the whole riding a motorcycle in the big circular uh, cage. Oh okay. So he kind of has an expertise on that. Him and his partner Rob Banks in like the early 80s or 90s or whatever it is. Okay. And um and yeah he has a kid and then Bradley Cooper's character plays a cop that's trying to hunt him down. Um, this is I wouldn't call it a thriller, because halfway through the movie you get a big dynamic change. Okay. And I- I'm gonna just leave it with this. I thought this movie was phenomenal. Okay. I bought a motorcycle because of this movie, and I dyed my hair blonde because of this movie. <laughs> and and I think that you should, I think anybody should sit down and watch this. This is a fucking phenomenal movie. And at the end, I don't want to say it'll leave you feeling sad, but it's just raw emotion. Okay. And I really do love this movie for what it is. It's, it's fucking great. Copy that. So that it's it's up on Netflix. I'm gonna to check it. Check out. Check it though. out, man. That's a great fucking
0: movie. Cool. Uh,
1: and then obviously Dunkirk.
0: Okay, I haven't seen it yet. But yeah, I, I
1: haven't seen it yet. Uh, the only thing I've heard is, uh, watch it if you have a good friend. I actually, I,
0: this is my my thing is, I hear that it was a good movie, but it was more of like a display, the the production quality, and you know, like it wasn't really th- thick on plot. I See, heard-
1: no, no, we're. I've heard the exact opposite. I heard this movie can rival saving Private Ryan. Really? Which is, I've heard that. That's not my opinion. I'm going to th- throw okay. that out there. When I see it, I'll let you know right. what I think. But that's a big fucking, yeah. you know, that's that's a, that's a big thing to say.
0: The only, the only movie that I Hacksaw could think of. Ridge. Yeah, that's the only movie I can think of at the top yeah, of my man, head. That, that's like. Did you see that? Not yet. Oh, dude. that You need to add that to your <laughs> list. Oh.
1: So, uh, <laughs> after Dunkirk, Hacksaw Ridge. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> Phantom Thread.
0: Oh, I think I've heard this before,
1: guys. I I don't know. I just heard it's really weird. Uh-huh. Nocturnal animals? No. And uh-huh. then the last one, Equilibrium. It's with Christian Bale. I've heard about that. It's one. It's like an O one movie. Yeah. Somebody showed me the preview for it, and uh, and you could tell this was old because you still had that uh, coming this summer. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You had that voiceover. Cool. So it, God, that movie. Where, that, where did that
0: guy go? Who who stopped giving that guy work? <laughs> the movie trailer guy. <laughs> yeah. In the world. Just, uh, yeah. Yeah. The
1: direction just changed, man. That's sad. So that movie is a sci-fi dystopian kind of thing. So you're not allowed to have emotion. (laughs) And they give you, like, a pill to suppress your emotion. Okay. And if you don't take it, there's, like, fixers. Or they call them clerics, I think. Uh And they go out and hunt you down. So that's interesting. Interesting. So, yeah, a couple of those recommended. That's your
0: little list right there?
1: I want to say Equilibrium's on Netflix. Don't quote me on that. I honestly don't know. With the ever-rotating things on Netflix, it's hard to tell anymore.
0: Yes, sir. So, uh, I started hop, me and Adriana, well, Adriana more so, because she's a fucking Netflix show. She's a wonderful woman. And well, that, wife. yeah, but she's also watches TV shows without me, and just goes, blows through seasons without me even being able to watch a, a single <laughs> episode in that season. All right. She started watching It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, so good. Now, I'm a fan, because, uh, you know, it's one of those movies, I'm like, eh, or TV shows, I'm just kind of, eh, whatever, in passing, right, and watching, getting a little laugh, but. After watching a couple episodes in a row, and I'm like, it's fucking good, man. There's some funny shit in there, man.
1: There's a, I showed Amada and the gang. It's always sunny. We watched two episodes, and they're they're committed. They fucking love it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man. It, uh, somebody described it once to me. It's always sunny is, the, the most like, lowbrow humor oh, you can yeah. get before it's like not even funny anymore. Yeah, but it does it so well that it's fucking hilarious.
0: Yeah. Uh, Danny DeVito is a fucking yeah, he's, he's a monster. I man. love he, I love him in that you have show.
1: A, you have a favorite yet in that show? Uh,
0: I like Sweet D. I think she's funny and um.
1: I think she's fucking annoying.
0: Yeah, well, and uh, well, I think that's kind of the point. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Charlie, Charlie cracks me. up. Yeah, out. I love Charlie. Yeah.
1: Um, did you know that Mac and D are actually married, married in real, yep, real life, mm-hmm. and that Charlie and the waitress are actually married yeah, in real life? Yep, yep, I yep. Thought that was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, because there's, there's three guys essentially who took this the show and wrote it and. Then, yeah it's like especially that first season i was watching i'm like it's so low budget you can tell It's like but they, it's great man yeah it's really good it's like they rented a camera and it's like let's just so, you w- when
1: you're caught up we can talk man There's yeah a lot of good talking points on that for show.
0: sure for sure uh so i don't know what i'm gonna be doing for the rest of the day gabe uh i was thinking about watching some shitty movies like i'm looking at twister right now and it's really catching my eye twister yeah twister some is right behind you right now i'm in my uh down oh. yeah i'm watching twister oh. maybe some nacho Libre. throwback yeah uh that's what, I'm, that's what I'm doing for the rest of the day. I really don't have much else for this podcast. It was kind of a short one. Um, it's
1: okay, man. We, we've had ones that take up almost two hours.
0: That's a good point. So we got to even out sometimes. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Now, what I'm going to end up doing is I'm probably going to be sitting here playing some Siege for a little bit. Now, you can watch over my shoulder if you want, or you can go. That's up to you. But uh, what else you got planned for the day?
1: What do I have planned for the day? I got some family coming over for lunch later. Oh, cool. Lunch, dinner. I don't know. It's weird. Dinner. Dinner. Yeah, something like that. Um. And then I got to shower and get to bed early because I started a new job tomorrow. Oh, yeah, man. There so, you go. That's good stuff. It's, with uh,
0: yeah. It, uh, yeah, go ahead.
1: I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't mean that. No, you go. But but I'm sure you've felt this before. But so with the industry we're in, a lot of times when you move around or even like change departments like I did, you go from top dog with the name out in the field, uh-huh. you know, to kind of bottom of the barrel again. Yep. And so I think, I, I think you could vouch for this, that you jump from logistic place to logistic place and it's essentially the same industry yeah but you knew what you were doing and so you kind of escalated quickly yeah right with this what i'm doing is a massive fucking turnaround in yeah. my career this is what i want to be doing uh, you know opposed to what i have been doing for yeah. the last five years uh-huh. so this is going to be bottom of the barrel and it's going to be a lot of fucking learning yeah you're going to so, be
0: climbing up that mountain slowly this time huh
1: you know what though if this is what i'm doing for the rest of my life i will climb it and i will proudly climb it. That's cool. So I'm good, excited, man.
0: man. I'm happy that you're happy. Yeah, man. Good stuff.
1: You know, it's a big boy job when I bought a satchel to put my fucking laptop in. Yeah.
0: Satchel. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. They gave me a bag when I went to FedEx and I actually use it every day still. Cool, I, ha- I keep it in my locker at work because it doesn't make any sense for me to haul it back and forth anymore. But, um, yeah. So well, before that, I'm going to close out with uh, a quick shout out to my little girl because she may be the toughest little girl this side of the Mississippi. So we got her, uh, her ears pierced today, which I think I took it harder than she did because <laughs> it's just that weird kind of, uh, experience. Yeah. My child's getting hurt. So I don't like that. And it kind of makes me mad, but she needs to get her ears pierced because smash. and Adrian was like the longer we wait, the more painful it's going to be. And then she's going to be angry. La, la, la. So we got it done. And, uh, the first one, she took like a champ. She's like, ah, what the fuck? Kinda. And then the second one bothers her a little bit more cause she's like, what the fuck? And then she, by the time we were walking out of the store, she was over it, man. That little girl is something special. Cool beans. I'm going to train her. She, she has learned well. Very cool. Yeah, so she got pretty little uh, blue earrings in her ears now.
1: Moshing classes at the age of five. Yes, yeah, sir.
0: All That's that good tough. stuff. But with that, uh, this short, Well, we almost hit 40 minutes. I guess it's not that short. But, yeah, so uh, with that, we're wrapping up this week. I'm fucking tired. I might go in my, my room and take a nap. I am
1: too, man. It's that liquor catching up. Yeah, I, I, a little
0: bit. I mean, I didn't drink that much last night, but.
1: I, I, oh, man, I, I had some fun. Yeah. I came in on an empty stomach. Yeah
0: for sure uh, but with that we'll see you guys next week hopefully we have a little bit more to talk about and being a little less tired because I'm still tired <laughs> I only got like uh, five hours six hours so um, with that yeah man see you guys next week deuces this has been the second city yeah. podcast oh yeah iTunes and I, Google Play and we'll do a
1: proper sign off you,
0: you guys know yeah. deuces